Welcome to the Scrap Paper Pioneers podcast. This is the very first episode, and today's episode is called The Dangerous Book. So I have this book that sits at the bottom of my wardrobe. Like right now, I can, I'm sitting at my desk and I can look over to my wardrobe and it is just a pile of stuff at the bottom of it and underneath all of the clothes and other books and just random stuff is the dangerous book. So this kind of book could look very different for you. You could have some notes in your phone, some voice memos, some bits of scrap paper lying around your house, um, some notes on your window, like anything. You could have written down some crazy stuff basically anywhere. If you've got it out of your head, that's kind of the first step. But this book is dangerous because it's out of my head, it's on paper, it's in the world, and honestly, it has the power to like disrupt my whole life. It's all those things that I would love to do one day. Like it's got ideas for projects, research things I'd love to be able to learn about and interview people on, like all of that kind of stuff. Business ideas. I'm pretty sure there's like a plan of how to run a marathon kind of, like you're in six months kind of thing. Uh, That's probably not going to happen just yet, but we'll get there. But yeah, all those kind of things in this one book, all those ideas, things I'd love to do, habits I'd like to build in my life, things I'm maybe not so satisfied with, all of that stuff is in this book. And mate, I'm not going to lie, it is literally sitting under a pile of stuff. And it's been there for probably at least a few months. I know it's there, I just kind of leave it there because it's comfortable, you know? If I, As soon as I pull it out, it's it's like going to basically change everything because you re- you go read back through and you're like, oh, yes, this is something that I, I've always wanted to do. And then I realize how much like the things I'm doing now aren't what I want to be doing. And that really scares me. So it stays at the bottom of my wardrobe. But that's what I want to talk about today is the dangerous book. So those ideas, those things that you've written down, those things when you get quiet and you sit and you're not listening to Spotify, and you don't have your headphones in, you're not listening to a podcast, or all that kind of thing, you go out for a walk without music, which is like unheard of for me, and you just start thinking, and you're like listening to your thoughts, which is a novel concept, I know, but as soon as you start doing that, you notice certain things start to pop up, like I, my brain comes back to ideas or things I'd like to work on, that I'm not working on because I'm prioritizing things that maybe aren't as important to me or just seem more comfortable or seem like the smart option, the smart option. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like I often use the example, which is terrible because I know this in my head, like I can literally voice it to people that I let myself get distracted from the things I actually want to be doing. And it's kind of like running around an athletics track. So you imagine your 400 meter track and I'm like, I I like to run. So I'm running around this 400 meter track and in the center of the track is all the stuff that I know really lights me up and that I just love to do. And yeah, there's challenges sometimes. You're not going to love it all the time, but like 
that stuff is in the middle of the track. And there's here's me running around the outside, um, just going for it. It might look better to all the people who are spectating and watching in on your life. But for me running, I'm like running, constantly running past all these things that I'm like, oh, I'd love to be spending my time doing that right now, but I'm not. And applause wise, it might be great. And I might be setting a PB to someone else's standards, but not to my standards. And I'm not actually satisfied with where I am. And that's a really hard thing to say, (laughs) but I'm saying it. And so I think this is the first step is just getting it out of your head. And once you've got it out, then it's the courage to go back through it and start acting on it and implementing it into your life. And that's where we're at today is I'd love to be able to talk through some of the challenges of why, like when we know we're not satisfied but we let ourselves continue to be distracted, um, what holds us back and dive into a few exercises of how we can actually start to build the life and the business or the projects that you love and you'd love to spend your time doing. And I really believe that we can make a living doing the things that we enjoy and that are based off our strengths and the things that we can bring to the world. And yeah, that's where we're at. So let's dive in. So one of the main challenges I face, it might be totally different for you, but I am terrified of what people will think of me, which I don't know. I feel like it's not meant to be like that. That's what I, I don't know, I tell myself in my head, but that's what it's like for me. Like I was standing doing the dishes the other night and just said out loud, like I'm terrified. I'm terrified that if I don't take the kind of traditional pathways, I'm worried that people will think badly of me or less of me or less of my family, like all these, all these kinds of things. And like when people ask those little questions of really well-meaning, but like, oh, so what are you doing next year? Or, or what are you going to study at university? Or when are you going to university? Or, All those kinds of little ones, which are really lovely. These are the questions that I get. They might be totally different for you. But I really struggle to have the right answer. Like I often just say, oh, I I don't know. And even saying I don't know was a big step for me because I used to have kind of like a bit of a a go-to so that people would kind of think that I was all these things, like think that I'm kind of smart and I know what I'm doing and... Like, oh, she's she's going to go study law kind of thing. But I have scratched that now and I'm saying, I don't know. But ne- the next step is for me to start saying what I actually want to do. So I don't want to go to university next year. I want to start my own business. I think that that would be so cool. And not just a business, but a social enterprise. And I, I think this year I've tried to really be intentional about exposing myself to people who have done it and have shown me that it's possible to step out of a traditional pathway, maybe not have the same qualifications as everyone else, but that they can build something, can be able to live comfortably and generously, which I think is so, so cool. And I've just kind of come to the conclusion, like when I was standing doing the dishes, literally scrubbing an oven pan with all the like grime off it and 
I was just like, oh, I don't have to have the answers to all these questions. You know what? I could just go and do what I want to do and then maybe figure out on the spot what people, what to respond to people when they ask, like, oh, when you're going to university, I don't have to know everything right now. I can just kind of do what's feels like the next best step. And yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to try that. But I really encourage you, if you are feeling kind of unsatisfied and there's something you know is kind of nagging at your you and, and is sitting on your heart to be able to step out and do, it takes so much courage. But literally just take one simple step. Like think of the easiest possible thing you could do to push the ball and get it rolling. And... For me, it's been a real gradual process. I, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times it's like an overnight, like, oh, I quit my job and I've started doing this. And that's so cool. If that's your path, that's awesome. For me, it's been like gradually building up a muscle to be able to lift a bit more slowly, slowly, and to be able to step out just a little bit, like a little toe bit further. It's been really gradual. And... Yeah, and I'm really proud to say that I'm taking those steps now, even if they're the scrappiest possible ones that you can take. But that's what this is all about, right? Like starting scrappy, starting with what you have, being resourceful, going for it. But yeah, so fear, that's a big one. And how do you combat that? Courage. It's just grit. Like, you just have to back yourself. And to be honest, we're not going to get it right. Like, I love the the fact that when you're starting out on something new, it's not a possibility that you're gonna fail like like you will and and just kind of sitting with that and being okay, if people think lesser of me, that's all good. I can't control what they think of me. I can try to manipulate how they see me. I could try to curate my Instagram feed so that they see me in a particular way, but the truth is that. I am only answering to myself, I'm like trying to hit my PB, not someone else's standards for me, I'm trying to beat my own personal best and keep going, and yeah, that's one of the things I've realized this year, is that it's totally possible, and I think once you taste that, and you know that it's possible, you can't go back, like I can't see my life the same, I can't go back and be living the same routines and doing the same things that I don't find fulfilling without being aware of the fact that there's something inside me that's like itching to just get started and and get rolling on the things that I want to do. So that's the first one, you know, acknowledge how you're feeling, acknowledge the challenges that you're facing. They're totally valid. It might be completely different for someone else. And that's really important that we understand is that everyone's going to have like a different journey in a way and so you need to be really empathetic and understanding of that but also be kind to yourself as well like know that mate if you're terrified that's okay that's a valid feeling you're doing something different and often fear comes with doing something different if you're doing something new embarking you're pioneering like that's a bit different to what everyone else is doing so it kind of just instinctively your brain just wants to protect you and, and be like, no, 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 stay in the safe zone, stay in the comfort zone. Because for me, like where I'm comfortable is where people see me, how I kind of am comfortable with them seeing me as like, um, 
like kind of a bit of a go-getter like I like I'm intelligent like all those kinds of things that I love for people to see me like that but I just kind of have to let that go and be like actually it's not in my control how they see me and so I think that's something that I'm going to be consistently working through and learning but I've started I'm on the way which is what matters (laughs) so that's really cool but I think the next step is kind of like acknowledging what's got you to where you are currently if you're already all the way down your track like you've maybe established something or you've started shifting your life towards um the life that you want to build no matter where you are kind of on that spectrum it's so important to acknowledge the experiences and the people who have shaped you like I love the saying standing on the shoulders of giants I think that's so cool is that you are you because of experiences or people that have like sowed into your life and really kind of helped you to get to where you are really from things maybe intentional things that they've said or just things where they've showed up in times they've showed up in your life or moments you've had that just were really challenging and you grew so much and those are all kind of springboards for you to be able to jump into where you're going today and gets you further and higher no like whatever height looks like for you if if your definition of success might be different to someone else's um that's okay but just acknowledge where you've come from I guess in a way it's so important so I think that's a really great practical place to start is grab some scrap paper and a pen and we're going to jump right into this so create an impact list so movie scenes, song lyrics, people, things like things people have said to you, quotes, experiences, role models, mentors, things that have shaped you to who you are today. Acknowledge all of those things. So once you've kind of been really upfront with yourself and said, these are the things that I'm really struggling with, I'm going to say them out loud, I'm going to voice them, then jump into creating a bit of a list of what's shaped you to who you are today. All those things, it might be good things, it might be really challenging, tough things that you have faced in your life. Write all of those down. Uh, Just pin it up on your wall and like add to it throughout the week or just take 10 minutes now and just like rip through a whole page of paper or it might be five things, it might be three things. You might not even be able to think of anything. It could just be one person on the street who said, hey, your hair looks really good today, like all those little things that have shaped you, whether it's like a scene in a movie that just really impacted you. Like for me, I think of um, Napoli of After in, it's not a Netflix movie, but she like jumps into a pool and make that scene, I don't know, it just sits with me. I remember it to this day because it's just one of those moments where she was like, oh, actually... I'm going to let go of what everyone thinks of me and I'm going to go swimming in a pool because it's a ridiculous thing to do when I'm fully dressed up and this is my engagement party kind of thing and I just love that scene and that's one of the things that's on my impact list, the things that have really stuck with me. So acknowledge where you're from, create a list and write down as many as you can think. Now create space. Okay, so make sure you find some time in your day to actually do this exercise and to actually sit down and think so for me it's really bad like I know I just prioritize other things often other things that 
involve other people. The stuff that I'm holding myself accountable for um, is usually stuff to go first, you know? So if I've like, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to record a podcast episode or I'm going to work on this piece of writing now or I set a time in my calendar and I block it out. I usually, if something else comes up that just seems slightly more urgent, this is just my perception of urgency, that is the first to go. The stuff that I would like to do (laughs) with my time is the first to go, which is kind of ridiculous, but it's true. So create space, okay? So make some time. Literally, right now, if you have five minutes, just start. I can't remember where I heard it, but someone once talked about like starting things and having them half done makes you want to finish them, which for me is so true. Like I, if I start vacuuming the house in the morning, because you know how you have those weird chunks of time, you're like, oh, I've only got 10 minutes. I won't start. Like I won't be able to finish it. Use that time. Start. Start. And then you're more motivated because you're kind of like halfway through to then pick it up and keep going later that evening or later that day. So, yeah, totally do that. So if you can do it now, go for it. Um, And if you want to do it later, try block some time out in your calendar or literally 10 minutes and leave a piece of paper in your bed or your pillow or somewhere you're going to see it and be ready to do it. And think about a time where you're not ready to collapse on the couch and watch a movie at the end of the day and just don't want to consume anything or think about anything and you kind of just want to numb out, think of a time where you're going to be kind of awake and ready. So for me, that's kind of the morning after I've had like a drink of um, water with lemon juice. I love to start my day like that. And and then my breakfast as well. After that, that's a great time because I'm like, okay, let's dive in. But... Yeah, so find a good time and do it. Actually do it. Really value it. If you need to, tell somebody to to help you. Just flick someone a text and be like, hey, if I don't do this thing, can um you just ask me about it just so I'm being held accountable? Do what you can. But yeah, make sure you try. So the other thing is the dangerous book. So if you've got somewhere in your phone some notes or you know just in your head that there's a bunch of habits or things or um, something you'd like to grow or build in your life or you want to improve a relationship that you have that you really value or you want to start building your own business, literally anything, take those ideas. If you haven't already, write them down. That's the first thing, getting them out of your head. Getting it out of your head is such a great step. I can't even express, but just write them down or record them on your phone, whatever you can, some way that you'll come back and read them or listen to them. And then just go through all of those things, all of those ideas. If you have a few, if you have one, that's cool, but go through all of those ideas and circle the ones that most jump out to you at the moment that seem the most important or you're most passionate about or you're like oh mate if I had to pick one of these this is what I would do right now pick that circle it highlight it and get started on it that is the one that you're going to focus on so for me it could be that I want to improve my relationship with my mum and I could 
be like, okay, cool. This is the one that's really sitting on my heart at the moment. This is the most important one. And set a goal. Set a goal and a time. Make it realistic. And just do one thing. So I could say, oh, I'd like to um, go out for a coffee or catch up at a cafe with my mum for an hour and just talk. And then I could say that I want to have this done by the end of this month or by the end of this week. Whatever seems realistic for you. And then tell someone. Um, text a friend or call a friend or do this with a friend even. Pull them in and say, this is what I want to do and this is when I'm going to do it by. And it's just getting it out. I find when you talk about things to people more it seems more concrete. Like it seems like the concrete's setting a bit more and you're talking and it's actually existing. It's not just in your head, it's out of your head. So yeah, start scrappy. Like if you've got this really big thing, um, I've got this like a relationship that I want to improve in my life. That's quite big. That's a, that's huge. That's really important. And it can be hard to do that all in one go. So start scrappy small. Don't think well, you can think like of the glamorous ending of what you'd love to see, but just start with the really small step that you can take right now with the resources you have, what you have already, using what you have, the skills you have uh, already in your back pocket. Use that, leverage that, your networks, your friends, all the stuff you already have, use that. Don't go out and try source or spend money, but just set one little step. And then set a time that you want it done by. So bullet point form. Here we go. Acknowledge how you're feeling. Name it. Create an impact list. Go through your ideas and pick one. Start scrappy. Set an achievable task. Something that you can actually do. And then a realistic target date. If date is too soft, use a deadline. And share it with someone. Tell someone that what you're doing. Have integrity to yourself and just be accountable. Let's go. That's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening today. This is the Scrap Paper Pioneers podcast. If you found something really good, I'd love to hear about it. Or if you just want to connect further, flick me an email at scrappaperpioneers at gmail.com. And I'd love to chat with you. Have the best week. And mate, go change the world.